folks. What's good, people? It's Reg. It's Doe. And it's the Christian Rap Hour. <laughs> 24 hours of Christian Rap out Praise there the Lord. To help you, you heathens out there, <laughs> you sinners. We're here to bring you the Lord over trap beats. Seek Jesus. Seek Jesus. We're about to play some wholesome music. You know, holy hi-hats coming at you at approximately 85 BPM. Something to give you a spiritual uplift. In today's dark days. <laughs> so, what are we talking about this week? So, so basically, Christian rap won this week. Oh, it's it's been <laughs> Christian rap has been it's been it's a bit about time that Jesus got to win. He's he's been an underdog for way too long, you know what I'm saying? But the last couple of weeks, for some reason, you know, it's 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 wins all across the board. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> getting that money. He's getting that money. You know what I'm saying? There's money in praising the Lord. You know uh, what I'm dude, saying? now now I gotta look at I gotta look at my career path. Yeah, man. I, I think we gotta have to make them bars with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> Oh, uh, so so yeah. Like, there's two specific things that happened in rap and hip hop this week, where two specific Christian rappers. One, one was uh, the Katy Perry lawsuit. Uh, I don't even know who the rapper is. Flame. Flame. How do you not know who Flame oh, my is? My bad, dude. My you know bad. What I'm saying joyful noise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So he won. I think he won what, like fifteen million dollars? Is it five million or fifteen million? It's, I think it's I think it's five. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's enough to give. It's enough to make a dent in my wallet, yeah. you know. But enough to make me poor, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like Katy Perry is gonna be okay. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, so he won like like five million dollars or, or a number of million dollars um, on this kind of like uh, copyright infringement lawsuit, uh, essentially saying like uh, that his track was similar and or the basis of the Katy Perry track with Juicy J. Name escaped to me. We just had the oh dark horse, dark horse, dark horse. How could yeah. you forget this? This so, this actually, I never mean, I mean, I was like, uh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a genuinely it good pop. It is a dope pop song. I, I actually really enjoyed that pop song yeah. for a long time. Like it worked in like having Juicy J on a pop song like shouldn't work at all, <laughs> but it works. It is dope. You mean cocaine and oral sex references <laughs> don't really work in the pop world? <laughs> So there's like that synth pattern that apparently you know is existent throughout the the Dark Horse album uh, uh, song, but apparently that synth pattern may have existed like previously on this Christian rap track. Yes, which actually kind of goes hard too. Yeah, no, it actually it's it's it, this, they've got like <laughs> like crunchy guitars eventually kick in. It's, yeah. it's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, and uh, yeah, no, nah, it's it's something where you could kind of. Well, we're gonna do an, a little experiment here on Registone. We're gonna we're gonna play it, and we're gonna let you you know you decide the audience. You know what I'm saying? This is this is interactive <laughs> <laughs> because I kind of see, and we're gonna kind of go into deeper implications because you know obviously this is kind of tailors off of the blurred lines lawsuit from a couple of years ago yes. where you know back in the days you know used to get you sued for samples. Yeah. Um, and used to get sued for like actual, like, let's say like melody lines, like yeah. let's say you're Led Zeppelin's. Yeah. Um, but now it's kind of weird where you're kind of getting sued for sound alikes, which kind of goes into a whole other realm. Yeah. yeah. And like, I guess interpolations basically now. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, it might be like in the same spirit yeah. <laughs> of the original. 
<laughs> and it's still a lawsuit. Yeah, so it's kind of so, interesting now, like when you're seeing like Hall of Notes being created on a rap track. Yeah. <laughs> because like they didn't sample it. Yeah, oh, yeah. But it sounds a little bit, you know, similar. Yeah. Or Miguel, like what happened? Smashing Pumpkins. Like how the hell is Smashing Pumpkins and Miguel in even the same universe, but. They get it fucking song. song yeah, yeah. So now it's like, like you see like artists or their lawyers basically like covering their ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is actually kind of interesting just because I, I, you know, a lot of times like blurred lines, I feel like they did, they were trying to recreate that Marvin Gaye like experience. Like this dude saying like they just straight jacked the melody line and changed it a little bit and like dropped a note here or there. So I, I it, it seems like it's less interpolation and more of a straight jacking, like almost a sample, but not really. True. I, I you're right. You have a point, but I, I do see, I mean, should we play the song? We should play the song. Let's play the song. All right. So we're going to start off with, uh, what should we, we're going to start with Katy Perry. You okay. Know, Cause that's, I'm a Katy Perry fan. You down inside. <laughs> so we're going to play like the first, like, let's say five minutes. So let's go. The five five minutes. Well, you know, the five minutes. So we're gonna play the first. Uh, let's see. Where's Katie? There's Katie. All right. So here we go. There it is. That sneaky bass line <laughs> coming in. Y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. I'm feeling it. Juicy J coming with the lines. You know? <laughs> Juicy J automatically makes this his own original composition. By of way. course, I, I made the argument. You know, got a little. There is a little bounce snap. Bounce snap. This song knocks, dude. Snap. You know, it's a, it's a dope song. This is one of the ones where I used to hate on like I kissed the girl Perry and all the other shit. But yeah. this shit is fucking. It goes. Yeah. I, I was not mad in the gap when this is come on and fucking. You know. Yeah. Start no. Playing through, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, like in H&M short shopping for short shorts. <laughs> this shit goes. All right, so we want to listen to the uh, the other track. Or well, let's, we wanna... let's, well, let's 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 let, let the song build. All see? right, you know, let's get let's go into the chorus. You know, see now this, the, the, the synth line speeds up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Katy Perry is getting deeper into Katy Perryness. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. We're building. It's that. It's that drop. It's that you know, Skrillex circa EDM trap crossover drop is about to come in and blow all our fucking minds right now. Here we go. I know, right? One, two, one, two, three. Ho! See, see, I'm, oh, I'm right here in, oh, in my Kia. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Whooping around <laughs> to Cheesecake Factory. All right, so that's you know that that was good. So, so. like, let's, let's rewind and then let's go to uh. Now we're here. Let's be respectful. Because we're all about respect. to be in, in the presence of the Lord, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, it's not, you know. The, this dude, this dude can buy us all out yeah, right now. Probably. So I, I got respect. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> all right, so here we go. See, kind of little pop. You know what it little, is? I still, still hear the little finger snaps. Song is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. so here's, here's the guitar. The rock 
guitar, man. Yeah. That Limp Biscuit, bruh. <laughs> you know. Distortion pedal for Jesus. That's 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 a crescendo. Oh, kind of falls apart. The yeah. Oh, the, the chorus sucks. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it gets Christian. a little bit too yeah. Limp Bizkit, like yeah. uh, you know, Lincoln Parkish. Yeah. So I mean, here's the thing. I kind of get it because it's, it's a similar melody line. Yeah. But at the same time, it's something where it's literally like. Yeah. It's three fucking notes. It's three fucking notes. You could make the argument that you have the 808 boom, but even then, that's pretty much every trap song. It just sounds like every crossover trap song that was happening like five years ago when rappers discovered Skrillex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, if you told me that Katy Perry and UCJ like sampled this legitimately and just pitched it up or down, I would be like, oh yeah, I see that. Okay, well, this is a dope, dope baseline. Like, yeah, good look on you, you know. But <laughs> so I, I don't know. I feel, and I, like I said, I, I, I'm not gonna lie and say that the melody line isn't similar, but it's still like one song ends in for rock guitars and a rock chorus. The other one kind of goes deeper. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. They, they drop everything out where it's just this all bass and fucking the line. It's something where. Like, if we're going to make that line, there's hella lines we could draw across of all Poptum. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's something where, to me, that this line is still... Oh, this this is still a, a blurred line. Oh, oh! Look at that. Oh, look at that. Look at that reference. Oh, but nah, it's something where... It's you, I've heard it's not if you listen to a lot of music, it's not hard to hear similar bass lines. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like especially get something that's not that complex. Now if it's something like fucking, you know, like like the infamous, you know, vanilla ice, you know, under pressure. You know, that's yeah, you know. It's a little more complex, but this is literally three notes repeated. There's a lot of songs that have that same kind of vibe to it. And like I said, particularly of that era where, you know, you and even hear the stereotypes, you hear the little snaps. The little, the little, the, the little, hey, 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 you know, the, the basically the hip hop starter pack <laughs> that you get comes with every garage band <laughs> is more than evident in that song. So it's weird for them to be like, oh, well, she stole, you know, she stole the song. Particularly, like I said, it's just a part of, even if she did, my thing is, it's just kind of the beat. Everything else is different. Her vocal lines are different. Just the choruses are different. It goes in a whole different way. So I could imagine almost if the producer got mad, it was like, yo, cut me a check. Before the actual, like, for Flame to get mad, it's just like, unless maybe he made the beat, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, and, and I think it's it's only pertaining to that, that bass line. Like, I don't think, like, the, the other parts of the song, like, you know, like, are relevant here. And also, too, it's like that bass line, but also within the pockets, the 808. As well, but like I said, that, that that's a lot of that's a lot of songs that are popping around there. That little that little that finger with that, that, that fingers that, that clap with that melody though. I don't that, know like, synth melody. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, and, and look, I I am not saying that. I'm just maybe playing devil's advocate here. I'm not saying that this this is like the right way to go because now all music is suspect. <laughs> <laughs> 
And now it's like you literally have to, you know, credit. I don't know, like <laughs> everybody and the mother yeah, no. <laughs> as a songwriter. And like we don't want, like that's going to be a very weird era for music where like creators are going to be scared to create if they are fearful that it might be close to like so and so. Yeah, you know, and like oh look, oh, I, like. I've been in, in recording studios when people make music and like sometimes people are like, Hey, I want like I don't know, like a like a Dr. Dre vibe, right? Like and they'll say that as they're like building the beat and writing the songs. Like we want a West Coast vibe, right? And of course Oh yeah, those Dr. Dre fucking yeah. sets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like 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 this that's kinda a part of the music and create create part process. Um so I it kinda sucks that this is now being threatened. Um, but I do have to say, like that, those, those beats are simple. No, lies. <laughs> no, I, I, like I said, my thing is, if you, like I said, it's the idea is, I'm not gonna dispute that they're quote unquote similar as the fact of where that's a lot of fucking music. Like uh, I was reading an article because uh, there's a band I like called Idols, right, punk band. Yeah. So they were mad because uh, they were called post punk. And then the idea is that there's a beat called, literally, if you can look it up in Wikipedia, called Motor Tech. Mm-hmm. And it's basically popular in the 70s, and it's very much like, I don't want to, trust me, you don't want to hear me beatbox over <laughs> it. But it's got a certain driving, like, drum line. Yeah. And the idea is the fact of where it's so popular, <laughs> like that beat idea, that it's got its own Wikipedia page. Mm. So the idea is that, you know, if I, if and you know, there's, there's hundreds of songs that kind of start off with that same beat line before yeah. guitars and page kind of kick in. So it's like, my thing is, if that's the case, then, you know, I'll show up and I'll play the first, like, you know, 20 seconds and hear it in the same song. Or yeah. like a lot of genres. See, like, you know, how many reggae rhythms in, in the 90s were basically, even beyond the fact of where a lot of them were used, there were a lot of reggae rhythms where... Oh, yeah. Like, they were, even though they had different names and they were, quote, unquote, different rhythms, they yeah, were... They're the same like, exact rhythm. Same exact rhythm. Like, like Diwali rhythms, right? Yeah. Or like, you're a reggaeton. Yeah. Come That's on. the same The reggaeton rhythm. beat. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, the Dembo <laughs> beat. How, how like, imagine you had to go pay Mr. Dembo. <laughs> you had to find Jeremiah Dembo for fucking, you know... But you should, though. <laughs> Should should you? I mean, but that's 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 the question, right? Like like say I like I make a reggaeton song and it gets a billion streams on Spotify, like yeah, but I don't know. The argument can be made. Jeremiah Dembo made that shit in like fucking 1989 on this little piece of shit NPC and got his money back then, whatever check it was. Oh, I get sure it. about that. Though. No, I'm, I'm, look, I'm pretty sure Jeremiah, <laughs> because we all know the industry is 100% on the up and up and fair, <laughs> that they were like, hey, Jeremiah, this song is making millions of dollars of, you know, El General, this reggaeton thing. Here's your, here's your check. I know for a fact this happened. But I, I think it's the idea of where... When you have these building blocks that are very basic, like a lot of these things are just like, you know, like I said, the idea of a drum beat, the, you know, the trap where it's all like the trap hi-hats. How many trap hi-hats are out there? You know, no, I'll the same, I'll you. So yeah. it's like once you start saying, oh, well, this building block, once you have this building block, then this, the whole song is ours. It's crazy. Like, you know, and, and like I said, is the idea of where these things are ubiquitous. It's not going to be hard. I'm going to make a boast, but I guarantee you I could probably find a song that predates Flame that sounded similar. Well, yeah. Particularly I mean, around that era where everything was kind of like, you know, that, you know, Just Blaze was playing EDM festivals. So you had this weird trap, you know, club thing happening. Like, I, I guarantee you it's going to be hard for me to find a song, maybe not explicitly with that same line. Yeah. But close enough where I could follow some of the lawsuits and let's see what happens. Maybe that's a that, that's a goal. Maybe that's that's a game move. plan. That's the move. 
I'm, I'm sitting here old. I'm quitting my job and just making beats. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit on fucking on, on, on them until I see one that sounds vaguely like it. And like, you know, <laughs> just IP squatting, man, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just really curious, like, how the music industry is going to adjust to this. Because, I mean, hip hop. Like the way that you construct beats, I was just you know it's just they're called tight beats, right? So it's just like oh Kendrick Lamar tight beat, like so will we still be doing that? You know I, I'm just kind of curious now like what the future post Katy Perry and you know even post Blur Lines, you know like like I saw how the industry adjusted to Blur Lines, but now this is like these are melodies and notes and beats. Like, this is a little bit deeper now. Yeah, no, and I think you kind of covered it. I think and this is the fucked up thing going back to this. At the end of the day it doesn't make too much of a difference per se because it's still money exchanging hands. So it's like Universal giving Sony some money, you know what I'm saying, kind of? So it's like all these copyrights going this way. What's going to happen, though, is that, you know, me, you know, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Dembo, <laughs> his descendant, let's say, makes a beat and it is found out to be a sound alike to another beat, he's going to lose his cut. So, and that's what's fucked up, where the creator is the one that gets fucked. Where it's all, you know, it's the three big guys at the table, you know, all, you know, sharing the same kind of money pools for streaming and everything else. And now it's like, oh shit, and this song sounds like this other guy's? Now I'm gonna have to take a piece of it, you know, take all those chips and give it to the fucking other big cat on the table. Why the artist gonna sit there on, you know, under the, under the fucking table begging for scraps? It's the artist gets fucked here, not really the record labels. They're gonna make their money no matter what. The money just exchanges hands. Mm, true true and it's the end of music and then and it'll crash and the end of this podcast and the end of this podcast and that's yeah. it and it's just the end of civilization <laughs> we'll be out there in a the nuclear wasteland foraging for food <laughs> <laughs> suddenly we find this broken up you know <laughs> it's the cd player that we hold up <laughs> but uh but yeah no like i said it's something where I think what's been happening is the fact of where, and I, like, like I kind of discussed, the money is exchanging all the big players' hands. I think, and this is kind of fucked up to kind of say, when it kind of really comes into the point where, like, let's say Jeremiah Dembo suddenly wins fucking $30 million from Universal <laughs> directly, that's when I think it's going to change a little bit. I think that's where it's going to be. But, I mean, we already have that. I mean, this dude won Yeah, but did he win? I, I guarantee you that if I if I go look, he won, quote unquote. Well, but I, I'm assuming that it was a relatively big hit. It probably has, you know, this Christian labels out there. Yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah, like yeah, I'm pretty but, sure if we break it down, he's won some money. Yeah, but, but he hasn't won the money. You yeah. know, that money still went to whoever he signed to, yada, yada, yada. I could be wrong. He could be purely independent. If that's the case, props to him. Please steal from the white man. But in realistically, <laughs> what I think is going to happen is that it's probably going to, like I said, it's all the same fat cats at the table that's exchanging each other's cash, leaving the little man locked out of it. And the little man happens to be the guys and the girls who actually make the music. So, um, yeah. yeah we'll so, see. industry rules, 2080, record company people are shady. <laughs> but what else on our Christian watch? Uh, so, all right. So, you know, Chance the Rapper. Chance, another Christian. Yeah, another Christian, Another right? Christian. Oh, shit. But, you know, he dropped his quote-unquote debut album. Mm -hmm. He went on the Tonight Show. Yep. Like, had this big media push. Like, Chance, Chance, Chance was everywhere. Yes. Everybody's like, oh, word. Like, Chance the Rapper is, like, he is, so we thought, like, like a top-tier rapper now. Top-tier rapper. You know what I'm saying? You know? Um, never really had a number one, I, I don't think, before, but I think everybody was just like, there's no other albums coming out, like, this week. 
he's like a shoe in. Yeah, shoe in. It's a dead week. <laughs> this is his first quote unquote major label debut. He's somebody where, you know, Trump Trump is tweeted at him back and forth. You know, he's done songs with Kanye. Like he's a he's a superstar. He's a super, superstar. Rightfully so. Yeah. 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 You would think, and not saying he's a top five rapper, but you would think he'd be a like in terms of popular rappers for 2018, 2019, I would say chances in the pop top five. Yeah. Easy. Right? In in terms of like like somebody on the street can like recognize this person. Yeah. Right. Mainstream love. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we were fully expecting to celebrate Chance's number one debut. And this the, the dude, Lord stepped in. The Lord. You know, Chance came out there with a profane album filled with vulgarity and, and vulgarity about loving his wife. Vulgarity about <laughs> loving his wife. You know, carnal sins. And Jesus came up and said, no, no, put that record down. Instead, pick up this pristine record by this alabaster prince named NF. You know, come and embrace these wholesome raps, these prof- profanity-free raps, uplifting raps, Eminem <laughs> raps. For you guys who love double-time flows and, you know, and rapping about, you know, nothing whatsoever, this is the album for you. And so, yeah, so long story short, you know, Chance had it in the bag, and suddenly, out of nowhere, I don't necessarily say, necessarily say independent, but definitely somebody a little more underground. Christian rapper took his swag. Number one, NF. Yeah, but it was like the, the crazy thing about this is like it's not like he was a like known quantity, and and I think like maybe that's just because like the whole Christian rap thing is just if you're not into the Jesus, <laughs> you just don't know how yeah. popular things are. Don't know, don't show. Yeah, don't but, care, but what happens in Christian rap? Yeah, but I mean there there's all you know like like. Artists like Kurt Franklin, right? Like we know they're Christian, fake focused, and things like that. But and we know that they're on those fringes. But like they, you can tell when they bubble up, right? Yeah, it's it's rare. Like you know, you, you could name your your Kirk Franklin, your Keith Palmer, your Winans. Yeah, like, like certain things kind of come to the top top. But for the most part, unless you're a mega star, you're kind of you're there. And and there really isn't a Christian rapper even close to being yeah. that level. So yeah, nobody was checking for this dude, and. <laughs> And I don't know if it's just because we, you know, like we and I even mean like the media doesn't really check for Christian rap. Um, but I also feel like there's all like Christian rappers and Christian music in general. Like, like I've seen like artists bubble up before, but this artist came from nowhere. Yeah, no. And 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 like I can understand why to a certain extent, because there's always been a, a line of artists that have kind of been very popular without being popular, popular, mainstream, like even beyond Christian rap, like, you know, like over the weekend, it was the, um, the Juggalos, you know, they had the little festival. Mm, oh, word. Yeah, which I, which I still want to go to, by the way, because yeah, that looks awesomely <laughs> turned up and for all the wrong fucking reasons. Oh, have fun with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you won't join me to go to fucking, I think it's Indiana, man. We could go out there. Hell to the no. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, no, I think it's the idea of where I, you could definitely see why, because again, He's somebody, he's he's the right skin color, it's wholesome. You can see how it gets marketed that way. But I, I feel that at the same time, there's always been a, a weird let's talk about white rappers. <laughs> let's talk about G Easy. Let's talk about your atmospheres. Let's talk about your logics, even though he's not really white, but you know, who's counting? There's the idea where there's always a niche of where 
Like and 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 notice any of those dudes like Jeezy I like I like fucking Logic I love Atmosphere but it's the idea of where this is kind of you know with that kind of a face there's a certain acceptance there which Eminem himself has said himself yeah. whereas like hey if I was black yada 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 whatever Eminem ism you can kind of imagine so it's not anything that's kind of like secret or hidden but I do think what's kind of interesting is the fact of where he's another one of those conga line rappers where it's just like you know he doesn't necessarily have hits. But he's just kind of seen as more acceptable, and he's got that, you know. It, it reminds me of my my future father-in-law, where he's like, "Hey, Reg, here's some real rap music," and he slides me some Christian rap stuff. Oh, word! Yeah, so I, I got I got I got the hookup, you know what I'm saying? I got the plug oh, for Christian no, rap dude, out you there. You get the plug, yo. We like we need to you drop the mixtape. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there. <laughs> Woo. But yeah, no, it's like, and like I said, it's I, I struggle with it because I'm happy to see an independent rapper, no matter where they're from, to kind of blow up, quote unquote, independent rapper. But at the same time, there has been a steady conga line of these rappers that have kind of come up, and I've been able to be, build these fan bases, I think, because of, unfortunately, they have access to certain things that other rappers don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. And, and I think that's not new in hip hop, you know, like, like that's just kind of where we are in race in America. Yeah. Uh, like there's always been white, white rappers. There's always been white R and B stars, like blue light soul. Like there's always been these people who have taken the black pain and struggle and marketed <laughs> to that audience. Um, I think like the most interesting thing about this is just that the fact that like we didn't even know this audience existed. Yeah. And we, we also assume that Chance had a huge audience and a huge following and a huge amount of people that are going to stream on day one. And those people didn't show up. Yes. Which I think is a really, you know, and, it's, and it sucks too, just because um, I know we talked before about like charts and like what do they really mean. Um, this doesn't really like mean that Chance the Rapper is not popular. Oh, you know. <laughs> Nor does it mean like NF is more popular than Chance the Rapper. Yeah, agree. <laughs> you know, but I do think it's something where, um, number one, like like if you're an established person, you can't just assume that you're always going to be number one in the streaming era. And then number two, like if you're not quote unquote established, there's multiple lanes where you can take the number one spot now. You know, like like you can you know gather your fans. You can. Hey, hack the system, Little, get bots. Hack it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, but there's just like, like the the that lane for number one is wide open. Look, and going back to Little Nas X, obviously it became a phenomenon. Yeah. But for it to even have become a phenomenon, he was out there hustling every day. Yeah. <laughs> being basically his one man PR army, just tweeting. The dude tweets like he's got like he's not playing shows. <laughs> he's not making experiences. <laughs> he's literally he's probably half a bot himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's continuously working the angle, and it's like and and. And like you said, it's it's a cool success story. Like I said, the cynic, the cynic in me kind of says, well, it's a success story I've kind of seen in the past. But at the same time, I you know, give props to props is due. Like, dude has a number one album. And yeah, I, fucking I mean, know, I, know? I, I look, like, there have been, like, conspiracy theories about, like, you know, bots helping him or, like, he was powered by MAGA country, you know, like, bots or, or whatnot. Maybe that's true. But at the end of the day, like, they, like, there are fans of his. Like he has fans, and he will probably create new fans. Yeah, and I can't be mad at that. Nope. Yep. It's and then, like I said, it's music. It's, it's it's even though it may not necessarily be my cup of tea, and it might be because I'm just you know I've heard one song, it was, <laughs> eh, but that might be dope. Who knows? 
But uh, just because it's my, not my cup of tea, you know, people listen to music, connecting with music. That's why we are here. That's why we have this podcast. So we still, you know, listen to shit, even though Lord knows over the years, <laughs> the industry has given us some shit. So, you know, I, I can't be mad at that. So, you know, props to him. And, you know. I'll be out there producing my next, you know, Christian rap album. You know what I'm saying? Yo, get that money. Ooh, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to find little blonde kids from, like, fucking Long Island. You know what I'm saying? Call them Young Vinny. It's going to be all Christian raps. You know? It's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. Poor Chance the Rapper, though. I'm sorry. It's going to be... And he's getting ragged about, like, loving his wife, which is like... Yeah. The hell is that shit, though? Yeah, no. You know, nobody nobody wants... But maybe, not to be funny, you look at J. Cole. Because remember how J. Cole was married for a couple of minutes and kind of hit it? Yeah, but like, come on, son. You know, we don't, we don't want, we want, in my hip hop, I want dysfunctional, I want future. I want future. I want Nicki Minaj. I want dysfunctional relationships. I want, I want, I want just pure unhappiness. I want people drowning themselves in violence and drugs and sex because they hate themselves and they miss their partner. Mm. That's why I come to hip hop. Mm. That's my favorite. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. That's, that touches my dark black soul. Mm. Mm. I, I I can't relate, and I washed down some can't weekend relate. house of balloons. You know Happily what I'm married man, uh, can't, can't relate. I just need to listen to some seventies R and B at oh, this point. The Carpenters, man, Mama and the Papas. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, Holla. yeah, that too. You know, yeah, Abba. That shit. That shit. <laughs> Abba slept on. Abba fucking goes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Abba kind of knocks. So. Yeah, Abba knocks. I might yeah. I might have to go around Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, your box like Yo, Abba your loud. favorite hip hop producer is listening to Abba right now, man. Trying right to figure now. out how to get around them sample laws. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and on that note, uh, so what I have listening to, I've been listening to a young hip hopper, a proper hip hopper, you know, guns, violence, all those good things. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke. Okay. So Pop Smoke has, has is having a moment. He has his, uh, well, basically, how can I rewind? So it's, he, he kind of comes from the same, literally from the same school of uh, like Brooklyn Drill. Oh, right. Like you would have seen like Schmurder. Back in the days, GS9. Does Brooklyn drill? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. So, it's even with drill drill. Does I get it, but I don't get it. Because if you listen to it specifically, you kind of get the patterns of why it's different from, like, say, trap. Yeah. It goes a little faster. It's The beats are a little busier. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they're still stripped down, but a little bit busier. The BPM is a little bit faster. I think it's probably, probably the easiest indicator. Yeah. But it's still the same shit at the end of the day. No, no, it's just funny because, like, Chicago and London are beefing over, like, who owns Drill now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, hilarious. but that's the thing. So, I'm going to bring it back to, to Pop Smoke. So, so his big song is Welcome to the Party. And, um, and on the album itself, I think it's called like Trap House. I forget. I forget who the production. There's a group that produces the bulk of the album. Mm-hmm. And with Welcome to the Party, it's kind of like the big hit. You know, millions of YouTube streams. What's cool about that song and a lot of the songs on the album, it's kind of a mix of both mm. because you'll have those same busy, you know, slightly you up the BPM bit rate of like you know the trap song, so the hi hats a little quicker. Yeah. But at the same time, you have a lot of grime influence. Meaning that uh, with grime, you know how to have the busy, the busy, very simple but very intermediate. I mean, not very simple, but like bass lines are a little more complex. Yeah. So you've got the little, you know, sub bass, you know, like the sinister three six mafia sound. Mm-hmm. But with grime, you might still have that. But on top of that, there's like a little, there's a little melody happening there, sinister yeah. melody. But it's still like you know somebody playing a quick little melody line on, on the keys. So with pop smoke. The album itself is kind of a weird bridge between both of them. I guess Brooklyn Drill and 
and grime. Yeah, like a, and yeah, so like sometimes it's a little like you you there's like one track you hear a little bit of the garage get yeah. beat type stuff, but it's like firmly like I said it's probably seventy percent like trap drill, yeah, thirty percent grime, but that's still that's kind of dope. That's kind of dope. Yeah. Um, as rapper himself, he's solid. It's more about his voice. He's got a very gravelly kind of wispy voice. Yeah. So he sounds like he'll actually murder you. So it gives it a little sinister edge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's 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 a it's. The thing is, it's weird because it's like nine songs, and I think they're marketing it as an EP, mm. which is refreshing because yeah. it's nine songs, thirty minutes long. That's pretty much that's a double album, two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. yeah, but uh, it's this dope, and like I said, it's and I can't remember those dudes' names, but I feel like it's like Trap House. Forget the way because you have the call sign between the tracks, but for the most part, they produce. If not, I think they might produce. If not eight. Maybe between seven and eight tracks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if, and, and I don't know if they co-produced the the last couple. They don't really explicitly say that they do. But it's a dope. It's 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 that shit you're listening to where it's like you gotta have the mean face on. Yeah. You know, you're you're either in the gym working out or fucking you're having a bad day. You're driving. So, like my personal favorite is a track called Scenario, mm-hmm. which is basically like they have these um. It's organ, but it's orchestral organ. So it sounds like basically like I don't know, like Catholic Catholic school fucking. <laughs> it's only way I can describe it to you. But it's just like it's a it's refreshing to hear like and it's not necessarily refreshing because the Brooklyn drill scene has been going hard for a minute. But it's nice to hear like a nice, compact, just angry ass album. Yeah. And what's cool about it is like I said, he's not necessarily the most skilled rapper out there, but he's like he's coming, he's still young. So like there's, there's a song called PTSD where it's blatantly a 50 cent like hook, like like the rap sing songy kind of like sinister kind of hook. Yeah. So it's cool to kind of see him draw from other New York City influences. Mm-hmm. So like assuming, as you all know, the hip hop cops out there, like assuming he stays out of trouble, it's going to be interesting to kind of see him grow because he's got such a distinct voice. The production is already there. Yeah. Once he kind of gets better with the, you know, with, the, with and like the flow is solid, but once he kind of has a chance to experiment to kind of get out of the pocket and try different things, you know, the future is his. So like, uh, it, he has a song, the Welcome to the Party, has a remix of Rico Nasty. Oh, word. So I've heard about him for a minute, but I was like, you know, I'm just out there in hipster hipster world, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't listen to too too much of the thuggery, you know. I'm out there banging for Christ with NF, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, eventually, I kind of gave it a listen, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fucking dope, you know what I'm saying? And it, and, it, and it's and it's just like. There's always, it's kind of happy. I mean, it's kind of happy. It makes me happy that even in 2019, with all these weird subgenres, with, with Atlanta ruling, with fucking LA doing fantastic shit, period, across yeah. all black music spectrums, that you still have this space for like thuggy New York City, put you in the face in the club type shit. So props to Pop Smoke. Yeah, this is up. Yep. Cool, cool. Uh, so I finally, finally, finally listened to. YBN Corday. Oh! So, like, you know, I, you know, around, like, some music heads, you know, some quote-unquote real hip-hop heads, I was always kind of asking them, hey, what you listen to? Or, like, somebody, like, reached out to me and said, yo, you listen to that YBN Corday? Um, I was at a barbecue on Saturday with this cat. Uh, one of my, my 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 connects from back in the day. Connects. Who, who works the for Iraq Ration. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Out there moving them keys. Yeah. So, like, he works at Rock Nation now. And he was like, YBN is, like, kind of next. Corday is, is, is next. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, y'all got me. I'm going to, like, listen to this dude. I was a little, like, skeptical because, like, YBN is basically kind of like this collective of, like, SoundCloud rappers um, you most like you probably know like YBN Namir 
for like uh that one song um that was like kind of popular last year um and they're like i don't even think they're not in the same city like so they're all just an internet collective of rappers which is so 2019 (laughs) (laughs) and they all kind of rap over soundcloud beats and to be honest like i didn't feel like anybody in that crew was like stand out they, yeah they were they had a mixtape that broke out like a couple of years yeah. ago and it was like like you said it's like it was solid it yeah. was dope but it wasn't like oh this guy's a star yeah yeah it's kind of yeah. it's just kind of you know solid yeah. but uh you know i started listening to uh corday and i think there's a couple things i noticed with him is that he kind of wants to be a real rapper and when I say real rapper, I'm he sorry. He wants to grow up to be a real boy. I am old. <laughs> I know. I like real rap to me is you have bars. Oh, look at you! You don't do some Playboy look, Cardi look, shit look and at like. This, look at this! Look at this! Look at this snob over here. <laughs> I'm bars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Look at, at you. Me. Look at me. I see. I see the raucous <laughs> jersey appearing. <laughs> raucous. I see you though. <laughs> I got my backpack on. Fat beats, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go there every day, just bow like Mecca oh, every. I, I was, I was at Fat Beats a lot. Ooh, look at I, you! Fat, look like, at you! Like Fat Beats LA or Melrose, you know what I'm saying? Lot, you know. Uh, but anyway, but I feel like he is a really, really interesting bridge between like, you know, kind of the quote unquote real hip hop heads and kind of like SoundCloud like rappers. Like he, you know, I think. Lyrically and like sonically, he's akin to like the new woke J. Cole in a lot of ways. Like, I feel like he kind of like sounds like J. Cole, like, he like has the same cadence and things like that. Um, but you know, he also is just like, hey, I'm also a SoundCloud rapper, I rap over SoundCloud beats, but I want to take these beats and kind of elevate it to a next level. And I'm like, oh, that's that's actually kind of dope, you know, like, like he's kind of using the tools of a 2019 rapper, but he's also kind of maybe looking back to, you know, like the, like, you know, classic hip hop and kind of like trying to build a flow and, and build lyrics and, and, and kind of like maybe build a career off of that. And I think it works. Like, I, I don't think, so he dropped the, I guess like AP album mixtape. I don't know what people are calling things these days. Yeah. Playlist. <laughs> Collection. I don't know. Leak. Hard Leak. drive dump. <laughs> But, uh, so I guess this is, I don't know, I don't, I don't even know what debuts are anymore. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a chance. He just put songs out there. You know. There were a collection of songs on the internet. Uh, but, you know, so he has, um, you know, this, this album, Lost Boy, uh, which is good. I don't think it's standout. It's almost like, um, the Dreamville Collective, where it's like, there's a lot of good lyricism, but there, there's nothing that super stands out. But... Uh, you can tell like he has a lot of backing. You know, he has Chance the Rappers on this album. Anderson Pox on this album. Uh, Pusha T drops, like, again, another fire Pusha T verse on this album. <laughs> and actually outright, out, out raps everybody. <laughs> which is just... About one topic. Yeah. That's, a, that's a glorious <laughs> about Pusha T. Pusha T, it's like one hand tied behind. It's like, I don't need any, any expensive <laughs> things about my mom's <laughs> and the hard, just, just about the cook. I like Meek Mills on this album. Like, 
I, you know, which is kind of crazy too. Like, I'm like, I'm as happy if you're a rapper to have like Pusha T on your album or like Andre 2000, but like, you also need to bring it. It's like us bringing in, like, I don't know, some superstar. Ira podcast. Glass. Uh, yeah, Ira, Ira Glass. Ira Glass coming in here, <laughs> swagging on us, Ira Glass bars. You know what I'm saying? Woo. And we're just like, um, uh, <laughs> fuck Christian rap. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I I think it's interesting. Like I like I said, I wasn't like genuinely impressed. I I was impressed with the album. I didn't think it was a genuinely standout project. But I see why he's getting the momentum. I see why he's getting like the shine, um, because I think it's something for everybody. And I, I I think also too, like you know, he also I think like um, I forgot who was somebody was going against mumble rap, and he actually dropped a track that's like kind of like defending mumble rap. Like kind of like what J Cole is doing too, so he he also is down with like that like the young crew of rappers, but he's all but he's just basically trying to do his own thing. So um, I think that's cool. Like there's some tracks that are like complete duds. I don't know why everybody's trying to remake Girls Girls Girls, the Jay Z song. <laughs> I don't know why people are using that as inspiration in 2019. Like that's not gonna get you anywhere. <laughs> so he has an interpolation, and that was the Anderson Pack song. Which, of course, like, Pac is, like, that's kind of his lane, so I'm not surprised they did that, but, like, it just kind of falls flat. Uh, but, like, the collabo with Pusha T is dope. The Meek Mill collabo is really dope. Um, you know, like, like you could tell, like, what he's trying to do. So, I'm not mad at the dude. It reminds me of ASAP Mast, how ASAP, like, he would kind of dip in and uh, dip out and, like, do yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a so called Method Man, where it's like, what? This is this is this decade, dog. Why do you, and yeah. I, I know it's the Method Man, but it's like they have that homage there. And I, I think what's cool is the fact of, because I heard this from Corday. Like, you're right. He's not a standout rapper, but he's trying. Yeah. And that's fair. He's young. He's young as shit. This is his first real, quote unquote, project, album, songs, whatever the fuck they're calling it. <laughs> you know, he's got time to grow. And it's kind of cool to see these cats kind of looking towards there because I think there's longevity there. Yeah. Like, you know, because I remember he was, I think he played, um, it's one of the late night shows, but he's at trading mics. Yeah, kind of doing yeah, yeah. like, and you could see him trying to study. Like he's trying to be more of an MC. And yeah. I used to hate that MC rapper kind of dichotomy, but he's somebody where he's trying to approach it from an art form. I'm a performer. I'm a rapper. This is my art, and you kind of have to respect it. Now he's not like Kendrick bars coming out of nowhere, yada yada no, yada. No, but it's a very workmanlike way he attacks it, and it's kind of in a, it's it's from what I've heard, he's very solid. And there's something where, like, it's going to be interesting to see him grow over the years and how he kind of comes back and how it changes. And, like, I can't really be mad at a dude that, like, you know, and, and in 2019, it's still a rarity for people who actually like being rappers. Yeah. Like, a lot of guys rap, but it's rarity to find anybody who actually likes being a rapper, being an MC. Yeah. So he's one of those dudes. So props to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And that's about it. You know, we ended it on a non-Christian note, so I kind of feel bad. <laughs> So what I might do is we might, I might splice in some Kurt Franklin remixes on the outro. You know what I'm saying? Come out there, you know, put a little, little, little something, something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the the whole world is going to hell, basically. Oh, so. Shit, you're right. I mean, it's got to be. Uh, anyway, uh, that, that's another podcast. That's totally another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> White Supremacy Watch 2019. Like, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I I had to delete the Twitter today because it's it's, it's 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 bad out there, people. It's bad out there. So, but that's why we're gonna have legalized marijuana. True. And we'll just all self medicate and play Xbox games and buy Disney Plus, you know, streaming. 
and then slowly whittle away while the world burns around us. Yeah. Yeah, we drown. Yeah. Yeah, positive. <laughs> That's why we need people like NF to come out here and teach us how to be saved. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, everybody out there, please go to your local synagogue, mosque, church, mass, temple. Go out there. Find Jesus. Find the Lord. This is, we're going to change this to a, <laughs> Find Jesus at the a, mosque. At the mosque. <laughs> Muhammad. You can find it's technically Jesus is canon in Islam religion, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, oh. He's canon. Yo, this is a religion podcast. Let's go. Let's go. go. This is it. This is it right now. Right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh. We need money, people. So we might switch it up. Yeah, we might. It'll be fucking. I I mean, I could. It'd be a good grift, my friends. It'd be a very good grift. I feel like I got Reverend Reggie. You know what I'm saying? I've been using that on, on the Rev, low. Rev Reg. You know what I'm saying? We could go out there, find some converts, get a little storefront church. You know, I'll watch episodes of Greenleaf to kind of catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll take that donation. You know, we'll take that, you know, take that, that, that donation plate that comes over. Right? We'll take that. Take that. You know what I'm saying? Take that. Take that. But on that note, all right, people. Thanks for everybody listening. I hope you guys have an awesome week, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>